When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Bandwagon Podcast, and today I'm joined by one of my most favourite presenters over a fairly consistently long time. Uh, he's a producer, and I'm just going to introduce him now because he is like the Desi Tasmanian devil. He is Wakar Saeed, also known as Wax. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm not that good, actually, at this moment in time, because, you know, my green screen, yeah, it is absolutely yeah, yeah. playing havoc with my greys in my hair on one yeah, side, yeah. and it, I look like Terminator 2, kind of like, you know, when he gets shot in his face and he's got half a face? I'm Is like, that Terminator 2 or Terminator 1? I would, I would go for more T2 because yeah, he's yeah. fatter, and that's what I'm like. Terminator 2 was my favourite, I have to say. If you watch Terminator 2 now, yeah, yeah, by far it still holds up. Like you, you watch it, even that scene, you know, where he's going, you know, when they're at the uh, the mental asylum, and uh, yeah. and then the, the T, what was he? The T1000. Yeah, T800. T, no, it's T800 Arnie. Yeah, but then there's a bad Arnie, isn't there, in T2? There's a good Arnie and there's a bad Arnie. What are you talking? Oh, there are two Arnies. Oh, no. that's Terminator Three. Yeah, I'm on about T two. All right, T two. T two. It's a good Terminator. Terminator yeah. One is where Arnie's, Arnie's a, a good guy. Terminator. That's Judgment Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so let me, if I type in Terminator Two and then I put in cast, because then that should tell me. Yeah, he. So Robert Patrick, who played the T one thousand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. I love that opening scene in Terminator 2 where he's uh, finding clothes. He's finding I don't know clothes. what kind of Terminator you've been watching, but it's fine. But it, you know when he goes through the metal bit and the gun gets stuck? You can still watch that bit and it's sick. Gun gets stuck where exactly? In the in the, in the the metal bars. So like, And then that's where Sarah Connor is looking at Arnie and she's like shitting herself. And John's like there going, oh, he's all right. He's with us. And then he goes, come with me if you want to live. And then right. then they look up and then T-1000 is going through the gates. And then right. he got right. me Can I ask, 
why are you talking about a film released back in 1992? We're in 2022 now. How old is that film? How many years is that now? 1991. I've got it here, mate. 1991. Yeah, that's IMDb. That's wrong. 1991, 1992. Um, by 1991, how many years ago was that? And why are we talking about that? I don't know, man. I thought it was... Well, how did it... Oh, yeah, because my hair and my green Yeah. Screen. Anyway, your hair, what you need to do, you need to put oil on your hair. Almond oil. Like... Okay. Nah, man, yeah, you yeah. stink after that if you've done it. You have to what? Yeah, yeah, you do stink. But apparently that's a dusty thing. We need to stick oil on our hair. Your hair needs food, as my mum says. <laughs> well, your hair is very... It must be at a buffet because at the moment it's looking... Mate, I, I don't do nothing to my hair. I just, you know, wake up and go. It's like the top half of your hair is like... On a, like a mop, and the bottom hair is very Bobby Friction. He's got that beard thing going on. Really? Yeah, I need to have a shave as well. But um, I, I do know where you uh, are going with the mop business. It is like a mop. If you turn me upside down, I could like mop your floors. It can be done. So, what, Wax, be done. You, you, you're hailing out of Manchester, like February yeah, yeah. 22nd, if I do say so myself. If that no, no, don't, don't, don't say that. Don't give details away like that. Do you know what I mean? MI5 and all of that are, like, tracking me. But, yeah, originally from Manchester. So, I mean, like... It, and then we're not like, I, don't know why, I don't know why you need to mention, like, February. The point is, minimal <laughs> information as possible. You don't know who's out there, do you know what I mean? Well, what you got to hide, mate? I mean, like, from behind you, you've got some you know cool I mean? book stuff. Like, if, pe- if people know that, like, you know, find out that I've got, like, 10,000... Bitcoins, you know what I mean? Could be getting robbed. But if you got 10,000 Bitcoins, I don't think technically you'd be like doing this kind of stuff unless it's the perfect cover. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm doing it for you, Ricky. No, I mean, much... I, and could you just say I've been very consistent with my admiration of your career from a very long time ago? Yeah, you're a fan of my career, but my career is actually like, if you think about it, what exactly is it? What am I doing? I'm just like, like, well, like, like, there's nothing really to write home about. Well, but I appreciate your support and inspiration. Thanks. But when I was looking at your research, when I was trying to like do a little bit of reading on you and it, because you're kind of very hard to kind of find. Like, one of the first things that I've noticed when I was kind of hard to what? Sorry, kind of hard to what? Like, let's say the paragraphs weren't as heavy as some of the people in it. Like. Okay. In terms of achievements, I'm not saying I'm not cussing you for your Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, my achievements are quite poor. I mean, I did make it to the cricket team in year 10, the yeah. high school cricket team, year 10. Played a bit of table tennis, um, did some work experience. You had a two week work experience you're doing year 11. Yeah, where did you go? Uh, YMCA Centre. Yeah, I know. I, I personally thought I was going to be joining a dance group, you know, YMCA song, but it wasn't. Apparently, there's a centre in Manchester, YMCA, which helps, like, people with all sorts of... Uh, well, people with hair like you? Yeah, people, people with all sorts of, like, I don't know, like, career aspirations, and I was yeah. there, and that was it. But I spent most of my uh, two weeks career work experience just going to Greg's and McDonald's. And then you also had another achievement, your year, year nine options. What did you choose? My what, sorry? Your year nine options. You know, when you're at school, what were your subjects? Oh, like? yeah. What? Oh, as in like the language, French. 
French is my favourite language. Like, can you do you speak French? French? Yeah, yeah, I do speak French. Okay, that's good. Um, what I was getting at was that um, it said like you nearly ha- you had a nearly creating like short film. What's that all about? Mate, 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 that is made up. So basically, I was trying to get a job, right, at a certain organisation which we won't mention, and one of the like directors of that company was interested in making films. Mm. So I knew that. So I deliberately put in my CV profile, I'm a filmmaker. Is that is, is that like every Desi always writes they're fluent in Hindi, Punjabi? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. They, they I did that at school. Exactly. I did that at school once, going back to school, because I only came uh, out of school like two years ago. <laughs> did my GCSE three years ago. But um, yeah, so in school, I put on my CV that I'm fluent in Bengali. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly I'm not. But what happened was... Oh, this, I don't know. No, I'm telling you what's happening. Okay. This is what happened. It's happening, happening. This really happened. So this Bengali lady came into my school in tears, like someone's mum, and they were looking like for <laughs> someone to translate in English what happened to her son who's been suspended for getting in a school fight. Yeah. And they obviously looked at their computer database and realised, hang on, Wax speaks Bengali. He can, like, you know, comfort this woman and explain to her why her son got suspended. So they came and knocked on my door, my door because it's my school, you know, <laughs> knocked on the, the classroom door, called me out of class. She, This woman's in tears, speaking in Bengali or Saleti. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, so basically, Abdul got suspended. But, you know what I mean? I can't speak Bengali, but they... In English, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, but what kind and of school is this where they're documenting down what language that you've got? Like that is that you talk about MI five. That is, um, that is a bit extreme, you know. Mate, that's what they do. That's what they do. That's what they do. Is that, was that to kind of like, um, what would you say, kind of um, combat against translation services? Not really. They're just looking for a student that can, you know, potentially help. And what did you say to it? Because obviously, clearly, you can't. Like, did you? Act it out. No, well, I just said like "salam alaikum" was probably the only word she understood. Like "hello." Yeah. Um, and then I said like "your son got suspended," and that was it. <laughs> and she walked off, in, even in more tears. What, I mean, what more can I say? I don't know any other words. But <laughs> my point is, do not lie on your CV about your language skills. So that even with your nearly career, that was like. Never, never happened. I mean, you're reading old profiles. Yeah, that's made up. You know what I mean? Nearly career. That's like, I was nearly a stockbroker. We need to have a conversation, mate. But there wasn't any new info on that I could find. There is no info on me. I keep a low profile. What do you want to know? What about this Sony nomination stuff? That's it. That's where we're going. So basically, I was nominated for a Sony Rising Star Radio Award. So what's that? Like what, what, what were you doing? What were you doing at that time? In order, mate, to- I was making the best radio programs, like radio features. I was doing so many creative stuff. So I had a feature on my radio show called Five a Day with Vanessa May. Vanessa, the violinist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. Bad. Yeah, so so basically, Five a Day with Vanessa May consisted of me telling the listeners the five fruits and vegetables they need to eat every day. 
So public health message, which I like. Yeah, public health message. So I was doing this all before all this pandemic stuff. Do you know what I mean? I was giving you guys the sort of uh, um, nutrients and medicine you need. Do you know what I mean? I think loads of crazy radio features we had. What else did we have? We had Michael Jackson and Muhammad Rafi on Market Thing Mondays, which was one of the best radio features ever. And um, are you allowed to say where? Um, it was just on a, a national radio station. All right, and then good so on. I got on. <laughs> you can't say where, but but the point is, I was nominated for uh, a radio award, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a it was a proud moment. And uh, so, yeah. you, going back to that Monday thing, especially like Mohammed Ruffy and Malkit. So how would that work? What what's the mechanics of that? Because if I could introduce yeah. something similar to that on the podcast, that would be really good and interactive. Well, you can't nick my ideas. People nick all my ideas, to be honest. That's why I don't share any ideas. That's why but I got Ruffy, If I'm going to nick it, I told you. No, you can nick what you want. I've got plenty more ideas. Don't worry about it. Mohammed Ruffy, Michael Jackson, Marquis Singh Mondays consisted of this radio jingle effect where I would spin a wheel yeah. and you'd hear snippets of a Mohammed Ruffy song, Marquis Singh song, and a Michael Jackson song. And it would stop when I press stop. And whatever artist it would stop on, I would play the respective song from that artist. You get it? Yeah, and that is the criteria for a rising star. Yeah, and and it would always stop on a Michael Jackson song, do you know what I mean? Uh, Is that your favourite sort of... Not really, that's what the radio... Wanted you to play. So it wasn't fixed. No, it wasn't fixed. So, yeah, so we're doing lots of crazy stuff like that. You know, just having ban uh and conversation with the listeners and uh, yeah i was nominated up alongside that other guy that homeless guy what's his name jarvis cocker the one um the one that was performing at glastonbury last night or and, the, and the one who was who went on stage while michael jackson was there so there's exactly the look at the link and i told him about that i told him how dare you do that for michael jackson and flash your bottom but he, he won that award he won that award well how did he take it how do you take what? Well, your criticism of your advice. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, like he was just asking for money. You know what I mean? Like they do at traffic lights. <laughs> so he's. <easy. laughs> I, I seriously have a problem with that. No, I feel sorry for them guys that are at traffic lights. Yeah. Okay. You know, collecting money, collecting money, or needing money because there's a rise, especially in Birmingham. Every traffic light, uh, every every traffic light, I see a random person just you know come over to your car, and they just want money, and I feel really sorry for them. It's not their fault, but something needs to be done about it because that's a risk to drivers and to themselves. You know what I mean? On a road as well, like a busy and road. And it shows the desperation. And I, feel, I like, I generally have uh, you know bits of change, and I did it. And yesterday, funny you mentioned this actually because I actually had a real odd conundrum, and yeah, yeah. I still got. Uh, a vision which i'll explain now so i was at the lights i was at um there's a place called scott arms in birmingham yeah yeah. it's it's like a big link i don't know everyone knows it if it isn't just type it in anyway so there's one guy there's a lot of traffic backed up and he's coming up and he's got a sign and he's saying this that they have so pull down window give him a pound thanks but I went over the lights when the, the lights changed and there was another guy on the other side and he yeah. was looking at him, giving him yeah. a look, saying, you took my money. 
Right, okay. So, like, you know, the potential of like the ice cream wars can be ha- happening with like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wars. Traffic light wars, exactly. And it is dangerous because my eyes were focused on that guy and I wasn't yeah. fully paying attention. Exactly. And that is risky. And the thing was, like, normally they didn't, like, I didn't get any, like, they sprayed the water on and then I had to use my own wipers. So I was a bit. Hang on, hang on. So the service that you're getting off, you're getting your car washed as well, in essence. They don't do that anymore in central Birmingham. Yeah, this is. They just want money. Yeah, this is. You got a posh, you got you got posh people working at traffic lights out there. <laughs> but anyway, that water stuff they spray on your car. I mean, what is that? Is that even water? So oil could be. I don't know, man. You tell me. Yeah, you're the oil for your hair. Oil for your hair. You know what I mean? Almond oil. The thing is, the thing is, I had a similar situation where you know. Like some of these guys and women, you know, they're, they're good-looking people, they're young people. It's like, well, do you really need to be at this traffic light? Do you know what I mean? Now, these weren't good-looking, I'll be honest. In my professional no, opinion, these lot... Like, <laughs> they, had, they, had a, they had a very tough paper round, put it that way. No, no. In, 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 the, in central Birmingham, like, you know what I mean? If they could, like, just have a clean shave, get a suit on, they could get easily get a job in Burton's. Do you know what I mean? But... Yeah, Burton's men's. Is that still around? Well, is it still around? I have no idea. Is it still around? They used to be so anyway, Foster w- and Adams. God. Adams? Yeah, where I used to get my clothes as a young youth. Yeah, yeah. You remember Slater's menswear? That's still in Birmingham. There's that's still there, man. Well. That's still killing yeah. it. That's where like, our dad got our, their wedding suits from. You know what I mean? It's either there or on Soho Road, the JP Emporium. Which- JP Emporium. Yeah, that recently got yeah, retired, yeah. probably the last five years. Yeah. I, I, I went to an emporium in Thailand, but that was completely different. Because I thought it was clothes shopping as well, but it's a different kind of emporium. <laughs> so, Those back to this traffic light situation. I've never been to Thailand, made it up. Yeah. But um, back to this traffic light incident. So you actually gave a pound. I gave a pound. So this time, the guy was at my window. Yeah. yeah. I always see the same guy, like, he wants money, but... I seriously had no money, and it's rude to ignore it. Do you know what I mean? He's being yeah. a gentleman. They even start speaking Urdu nowadays. Seriously, and a bit of Arabic. This guy was saying, Inshallah, Marshallah, and stuff like that. I thought he wanted to go to the mosque. But um, I put my window down, and seriously, this guy smelled of urine. Like, seriously. I mean, how close were you? Like, was he peeping into your car? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. I could just smell urine. Now... I was like, nah, sorry, mate. Next time, I promise I'll give you some cash. And I put my windows back up. And my car still had that smell. It infiltrated it. And do you know them little um, perfume things you got? The Christmas the tree. tree. Yeah, Christmas tree. Like, that just, just, like, dissolved. Like, it didn't do anything. But there was a time where these geezers were at the traffic lights... Like there yeah, was, yeah. and then it went away, and then it maybe they, maybe they were at Burton's menswear, which has since closed down, apparently. Do you know what I mean? No, but you're right. I mean, I'm not criticizing them, I just feel something needs to be done, like support them and help them. It's really yeah. bad, but and the drivers as well. Because think of the cost of the, the, the petrol, like that pound now. I'm thinking, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I can't even afford to uh, like pay for petrol nowadays, it's expensive. Are you petrol or diesel? Petro, um, diesel. I did have a petrol car recently and yeah, yeah. sold it, but that was 
<clears throat> that was a bit dodge because I forgot how quickly a car goes through petrol. Just like, say that, but for local for local journeys, petrol's meant to be better. Diesel's more motorways and stuff. I'm thinking. I think I need to make a decision shortly about do I go electric? Do you do you, what's your opinions on that? No, I would never go electric. It's all part of the great reset, 2030 reset. So are you all right? So you're a conspiracy theorist. I can it's not a conspiracy theorist, it's what's already been uh told. There's a guy called Klaus Schwab, something like that, and he decides what goes on in the world. And basically they want to get rid of petrol and diesel cars by 2030. Like they're going to stop making them and selling them in the And UK. so if they get everybody on to kind of electric, then the price has got, everyone gets rich. Is that what you're saying? No, no, here's the problem. It's not about getting rich. Here's the problem with electric. Everyone can jump on their electric bandwagon now and go, yeah, yeah, I'm saving money, petrol, diesel, yo, yo, I got my electric car. But the problem is no one knows the long-term benefits of the electric car because even in America where it's been running for you know longer than anywhere else in the world, Getting a replacement battery, for example, for a Tesla, is like 9K, which you need to get like every 10 years. Okay. So Overnight, it's 9K a refurbished price. Do you know what I mean? So there's all these prices people don't know. And I even looked at the environmental benefits of this. And apparently, there's no massive difference between getting an internal combustion engine and an electric vehicle that will have immediate effect that we can see right now on planet Earth. You'll see any change, which will be really minor in about 100 years' time. So it'll be gonna, really minor. I'm just thinking, yeah, what kind of car you drive? Don't tell me. Let me get... You're either a, like a Vauxhall Safira or... I can see... There's three. A Polo. Yeah. Or... Thinking about your where you are, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna go for a a golf. Well, I did have a golf, but I had a problem with the gearbox, which I think was a wider Volkswagen issue, which they deny. Yeah, but um, but um, <laughs> we don't need to go into that. But I'd never buy a Volkswagen Golf automatic ever again, and I won't recommend it. Okay. Uh, but no, I don't drive a Volkswagen Golf. So think a bit more fancier. Think a bit more fancier. Nah, mate. You there is no way with your guy. I'm a humble person. I'm a humble person. But and you're still rocking. I'm looking at your set, yeah. You're still rocking Artex, yeah, because I'm materialistic, yeah. Yeah. There's even your free series BM. Uh, I had or, a four series BM, which I got rid of because it was diesel. I drive a man's car. We drive petrol. Okay, so that leaves me either like an A4. Yeah. Or, what did you have? Four series, so sporty. I'm going to go A5, man. Audi. It, was a, it, was a, it was a brilliant uh, four series, carbon fibre everywhere. And but it was diesel. Private was diesel, plate, remember private plate? Yeah, but yeah, I'm what not a it? fan of what? private plates no more. You can't, okay, can you tell us what, the, what it said on there? Well, it was linked to my name, but I switched my plates now because I realised everyone's driving around with their, like, full details on their number plates. You know what I mean? So, th so this thing about privacy and, uh, like, agency work is pretty serious, isn't it? So, yeah, what is your exactly. car? Is it A5? No. 
It must Fancy, be fancier. Fancier, fancier. Right, fancier, fancier. Evolve. I'm going to go for Evolve. No, no, no. Fancier, fancier. You think high end? <laughs> high end? I'll pick you up. It's from Italy. The Maserati? Nope. Alfa Romeo? Nope. You ain't got a Ferrari or you ain't got a Lambo. I'm sorry. Well, I might have, I might not have. Ferrari's my favourite car, but I haven't got a Ferrari. I don't know. Fiat Punto. There you go. Fiat. That's the... Fiat Chicachenko. Number one Italian car. That's what I drive. Fiat. I can see you in a Fiat, man. Yeah, yeah. Fiat's are cool. So, you have this award-winning moment in your life. Yep, yep. And, well, nomination is that way. And then... Yeah, yeah, more realistic. Nomination. Yeah. yeah. And the, so that then what happened? And I'm living. I'm a, I'm living off that success. I'm still living off that success. Well, it's part of your intro and this conversation today. So yes, I would still say yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. There was you complaining about Terminator Two references. I think this is nearly twenty years old as well. So yeah, yeah. What what happened? What do you mean? What happened? Well, we just went on to greater radio success, great greater radio moments, and that was it really. Now. I'm planning to branch into the world of podcasts and, and take over your business. When we and that's why, that's why I'm on this podcast with you, to see what it's about. Yeah, so we're going to go into the podcasting. We're going to do a bit of a regular show as well with you. Yeah, we need to. We need to. And then we're going to boost that up. We did have some ideas. We did have some ideas. Unfortunately, incidents and events unfolded, which kind of... It would be really inappropriate now, right? Yeah, yeah. So we weren't going to go down that road. But I think in terms of like, there's a guy out there, guy called, we've talked about Theo Von, and I think you are the Desi Theo Von. Right. I, I don't know who Theo Von is, but yeah, I'm Desi Theo you Von. Need, you need to go and have a look at this guy, man. That's where, that's what it's happening. Does he, does he work at traffic lights? No, only on Sundays. But... Your bit now is so you're coming out, and is, what, that's pretty interesting. Coming out, yeah. But when, when you when you moved away, changed it from being like radio work. Do you see this kind of shift in power from radio to podcast? The reason why I say that, there are some stats actually. Radio listenerships is actually going up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting why you're trying to come over to the podcasting world. Why is that? Is that because of freedom? Is it because of what? Yeah, I think podcasting is uh, a lot more global. I suppose it's got bigger reach in that essence. And it's a bit more creative. You can do what you want. So have you thought of a name yet or what? Not really. Wax to the max? Not really. Yeah, wax to the max. Yeah, could do that. I mean, does it have to be called wax? If you have any ideas, do let me know. I think for it to be like, well, actually, it's got to be kind of identified with your name to start off with. You're right, you're right. And when you get more famous, then you change it. Yeah. And you remember who yeah. gave you these ideas first, e.g. That's me. right. So what's your podcast called? Uh, it's called The Bandwagon. Yeah, there you go. So, well, I mean, Bandwagon too. Yeah, because bang, bandwagon too. It ain't like a this. It ain't like a music release with the second one. Yeah, the sequel. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, podcasting's great. I think it'll be good fun just to have that banner. But you need someone to spar off. I feel 
Rather, rather, it gets a bit boring. A lot of people feel, um, you know, they can hold a podcast themselves, which, you know, some people can. Oh, thanks. Like Russell um, Brand. Is this, this kind of like indirect costing of me? Thanks. No, no. I'm, I'm just talking about the style and substance of a podcast. You need to have a purpose and a focus and some intellect. That there's a reason. So... Obviously, my podcast will just be about my success of that nomination and it's based solely around that. Maybe the odd conversation about people at Traffic Lights. Maybe I'll get one of those Traffic Light guys involved in the podcast. You know what I mean? The one that's not of Yorin. Maybe it's called like... like Urinator. Huh? It could be called Urinator. You know what I mean? We talk about Terminator 2 and working at Traffic Lights. I think you're onto it, mate. I, I mean, I'd definitely like, share and subscribe. Yeah, but how do no, but, you, um, what would you do then to, in order to like obviously the, this whole market is kind of saturated? I don't give a shit about views and likes and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, neither, look, you can buy views and likes. Most people buy all their likes and views. What are you and I don't have a, there's a fly, there's a, there's a fly here. Hang on, I, I, I'm just, you're clapping yourself after, after your, yeah, and, yeah. and the fly. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was your question? The fly distracted me. I don't know, but I'm going to ask a very serious one now. When you were, as you're working with these guests and stuff, and you, you said people can buy and like all this stuff, how do you use to go cut through that bullshit? Well, I think they've got to be, um, I think they've got to be exposed to a certain extent, but everyone does it. Even the A-list celebrities you love, like, I don't know, Tom Cruise or Lady Gaga, Whoever you, you know, these big A-list names, they're all involved in it. It's all part of marketing strategy. So fair play. But like yourself, I wouldn't get too involved in that myself. But what, like, would, you, what would your podcast... Like if, go on. Like if you want your podcast to get a 1,000 views or 1,000 listens or 10,000 listens, just Google it. I'm sure you can pay someone and they'll get it up. But, like, do you want that? Yeah, you get... Do you want it? You get if you want me, no, even if you do get caught out, so what? Do you, do you want that though? I know a guy called Akash. Akash, you message me on Instagram, you can get me also. Do you want a blue tick on Twitter? Uh, not on, on Twitter. 800, 800 USD dollars and um, PayPal he accepts. Do you know what I mean? You can work around all these systems. And what does so that get you? Once, once you verify, what does it get you? It's like, what? It gets you a blue tick and then you can just start DMing people and like finger hey I got a blue tick. They ignore you. Jump on my podcast. Yeah, exactly. We we're humble people. You we don't need to concern ourselves with that. Yeah, I might do a podcasting of all the people who've ghosted me. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and then when I see them, they're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, okay. It's like that, yeah. It's like that. So how are you going to combat if they ghost you? Considering like you've been a powerhouse in the the whole media field and you've had a nomination. Yeah. Then, like, how are you going to combat when, when, when you see these, like, you're saying, yeah, it's me, Wax, yeah, can you come on the pod- podcast? You're right. Um, yeah, true. You're absolutely right. I haven't reached that step yet. But who do I really want on my podcast? I'd rather speak to interesting individuals who have something to say. You know I mean, but you're right. I have been ghosted. I'm sure we all have um, to some extent. You just got to ignore it, and uh, it's their character at the end of the day. And some people, you know, they might not want to get involved. 
because to be honest, we live in a generation where it's all about the likes, the followers, the response that they expect. So you could be someone really crappy, but if you've got a million followers, you know, they might jump on the podcast with you because they know. But we're also in, we're also in that big problem. I mean, we're also in that world where you get in, like, um, where it's all about current events, like everything's clickbaity. Every, like, I just had a notification about the Queen is smiling at a public appearance in Scotland. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. The, how are we gonna beat? How are you gonna beat headlines like that? Yeah, that, that's that's a very good part, a good good point. We're, we're challenging times we're living. We're breaking news stories like that. You know, uh, we, we can't. You, we can't. you come from that. Like, I'm asking. I'm putting you under the pressure right now. I'm saying. I don't, how are you I, get- I don't know. I don't know what news subscription you're following that you're getting. Like this is about no that. shit. What I'm showing you now is breaking news. Yeah. Yeah. Smiling, Smiling queen. Yeah, she's a, she, she's the queen of the nation. You know what I mean? She's smiling. She's in a happy, yeah, happy you, mood. You've got your podcast. What are you going to do on that level? Like, why should I listen to your podcast? Yeah, exactly. Why listen to my podcast when you can just keep reading news notifications about the queen smiling, which helps us uh, combat the increase in uh, the price of fuel and living costs. You know what I mean? Now we know the Queen smiling. It just makes our extortionate living costs seem a bit more reasonable now. Yeah, especially if we see um, if we see uh, that if I have to pay thirty pound extra for my petrol, at least she's smiling. Yeah. I feel better. That's you what I'm feel saying. Better. Everyone you know what feels mean? better. You know what I mean? A happy Queen, a happy home. That's it. And the other sad news, which has just come through, is uh, oh, remember, remember um, Blind Date? Oh, yeah, Graham. Ah, Graham, he's just passed away at the age of 90. That's really bad. But he seems to have lived a good life. May uh, God bless his soul. But remember Blind Date? Yeah, I used to remember, like, it was, it, when you were younger, you used to, like, obviously, you work out the system of it. But then, as you got, as you're getting older, and you and the the guest, the 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 pickup lines were getting cringier and cringier. I just couldn't handle that. Yeah. But then used to be cheering like, "Why are you picking number one?" For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Really? What is that what Stella Black would say? Why are you picking number one? Why are you picking number two? She's ugly. Wish you a lot of lot of luck. No, she's from Liverpool. Yeah. Wish you a lot of lot of luck. (laughs) On your holiday. For a second, I thought she was there. But um, 
Taylor Black's a legend as well. No, but think, but, um, about, no, but think how bad this is, yeah. There's three of you sitting there yeah. and there's a screen and then the girl or the guy's on the other side. And the crowd, and let's say you're number two, and the crowd is, and she goes, oh, like, let's say it's a female. I've got to pick, I'm picking now. Oh, which one shall I go for? And the crowd are either shouting for number one or number three, basically saying that there's a hundred people that they all think you're ugly. Well, I don't think it's necessarily to do with uh, your the way you look. It well, they don't know the personality. But it, yeah, personality comes through the answers that they've given. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, some of them give some good witty responses. You know, what would your first dance? Song B, and they might give a response and like, like what know, your response? the picture. What? Yeah, so like, oh, oh, hello, Ax. What's your, what's your favorite song? I don't know what accent that was, but yeah, I don't, yeah no, it's a good accent. It's a good accent. I'd be like, first thing, like, are you over sixteen? <laughs> no, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, I'll be like, I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, well, talking about favorite songs. Do you know Muhammad Rafi, Michael Jackson, and Marquis sing Mondays? And they were like, oh, yeah, Wax. We used to listen to that on the radio. And we love it. Which one would you pick? And I'd be like, well, I'd be spinning that little jingle and then, uh, whatever. And and it stops on Michael Jackson. And then, it, then I'll say, you know what I mean? If you pick me, if you can't probably say this, won't stop till you get I'm bad. No. <laughs> No, I was gonna say we won't stop till you get enough. But um but and we mean that in a way of like, you know, touring the world, exploring the world. Like, you know, we won't get enough of that. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what I mean? So yeah, Blind Date was a great show, and I think it was great for our parents' generation. Do you know what I mean? They used to love it because it's almost like matchmaking arranged marriages. Yeah, yeah. And plus there was no like Star Plus or Home TV back then, do you know what I mean? There's none of this. I don't watch none of that nonsense, man. No, no, but that's nowadays. Back then, all we had was like, you know what I mean? BBC One, BBC Two, ITV, Channel Four. And they had Blind Date instead of Black. Yeah, and then there used to be, like, the, the, I think it was before or maybe after. Then used to have, like, on that Saturday afternoon, it used to have, like, I know wrestling used to be on. Night Rider, Street Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Airwolf. Yeah, yeah. Then I think this would be incredible. But then Baywatch used to come on. Yeah, yeah, that was my favourite. I got in trouble for watching that. What do you mean? Yeah, because I used to, I, I used to really watch Baywatch for the storylines. I'm not even kidding. I thought you used to have like fantastic storylines and script writing. And one yeah. time I was watching it, and my dad came back from the mosque, and he said, "What is this nonsense? Turn it!" Because all he used to see was people running up and down the beach wearing nothing. But I was saying to him, "Look, they're rescuing that boat that's on fire." Yeah, see, you know what I mean? They're running out and they can't, like, you know, fully dress up, but you know, they need to rescue people. Yeah, they need to rescue these people. So, but yeah, that was a good show. Gladiators was a good show. Yeah, I went to go. I actually, well, Gladiators was one of my first interactions with this, uh, with this media world where where you came from, which was we got free tickets for Gladiators, like the kids' version, right. So, like, Young Gladiators, I think it was called. And, um, you know, on TV, you say, oh, it used to show, and it used to be packed, yeah. And what I realised, that we got free tickets. It was, like, four hours long. Because in, in between yeah. every event, they have to build the whole thing up. 
But there was no one there. So they used to just get all the audience and just put them on one side. And all the footage was just only of one stand. And they used to pretend like right. it was all around, the, all around the arena. Yeah, that's the way it looks when you see it on TV. That's, that's really bad, that is. Yeah, and so I wasn't happy about that. And then um, I yeah. realised that it was such a long, long time. And then you didn't even get to meet the gladiators. Well, yeah, I mean, I understand that. I mean, yeah. But your kids... Clearly, you made your, made the effort to go to see that event. You no, it weren't with the kids. I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, but as a kid, you'd want to see these gladiators. But hang on, are these kids gladiators? Why do you want to see other kids? That no, the kids, the, the kids. Okay, so let me explain. So I went when I was at school. There was auditions for like to be on young gladiators. So the gladiators would be normal, but you could it was kids as contestants. So oh, do you remember, so you would fight Wolf. Yeah, I don't know. I only Did remember one. Yeah, yeah. But what happened was the, the the auditions was a very very tricky situation. So when I was at school, all the I went to a boys' school, yeah. And so where where you used to do um, we used to do the auditions. They were like gladiators were coming to the school, and they wanted to know who were the top ten athletes in this particular year. Yeah, it sounds like an MI five operation to me. But yeah, yeah carry on. But what did it? What they did, what they did was they looked at what kind of, uh, you know, we used to get four star award and five star award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was on track. I, I was like on a five star. So then they okay. pick, they picked like the top ten. I think even twenty athletes in that year. And then we had to do these tryouts, um, in the in the gym. So it was one right. last time we went there. Um, honestly, guy, it was like a, it was like an army thing, man. I was. I got about halfway through before I physically was came sick. up. Yeah, so they used to get like on the side, you have to do like your leg, like like uh, stretches with doing your sit ups, inverted sit ups, and then you'd have to do. It's all like it was all cardio so, in it. This I didn't yeah, have cardio. Didn't okay, have so let me just, let me just clarify. So you were an athlete at school, like you class yourself as an athlete. Yeah. Do you class yourself as an athlete now or? You know, I class it as like you see some women when they put the when you see the, like catfishing, yeah. You know when they got yeah. they, they got no makeup on and then all of a sudden they put the makeup. It's like fraud, yeah. I yeah. would have that same philosophy about my physical condition. So like, yeah, what what you see at the first bit is like, oh, you know, a bit looks a bit dodge. But when under you, that hoodie, there's a six pack. Look, I don't want to really say, and you'll probably never see it. And but there's a there's a like that stuff never goes away. Like the muscle memory's still there. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So basically, you were physically active in school. You went to audition for the young gladiators. Yeah, it was a very difficult experience. So you didn't yeah. make it, basically. I didn't make. I didn't cut the. Did, you have the, did you have the travelator? No. What? No, no, this was just gym equipment. It was like circuit training, but before yeah, I knew yeah. what circuit training. So they put everything around, and then you had to finish off with a bleep test. And like, I just yeah, yeah. Didn't even get, I didn't even get that far. So they, as a they bleep were, test, a bleep test. Yeah. So you know where? You, did you ever do? Did you ever do PE? Yeah, I don't know what a bleep test is. So though. you start on one side of the one wall, and you run to the other side, and you got to hit it. You got to get there before it beeps. Oh no, my school didn't wasn't that fancy. We don't have that sort of like infrastructure. Yeah, it, it, like, we, we don't have any of these electronic devices that beeps and stuff like no, that. You, all, we all just you had, need is a, you need a record player on a wall. Yeah, we didn't even have that. We just had to 
climbing frame, to be honest. Yeah, or two cones. You just stick it on one side. Anyway, so yeah, we did that. One of our mates got in, and then coincidentally, he had to apply for some tickets. So mom, we got some tickets. And then uh, so I went to go like see my mates like who qualified to get in there. Like they failed miserably as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was one of the first stages where I started to realize like one, I was never gonna make it as a footballer. Mm-hmm. And two, like I probably like, I don't struggle, like I won't be an elite athlete in general. Yeah, so you're an athlete, but not an elite athlete. Do you feel that had a psychological effect? as a child, you know, being part of that experience. Because, you know, yeah. it kind of, like, pushed you away from your aspirations of becoming a footballer because you felt you weren't good enough. I was always good. Like, like for example, like a wolf, you know, a wolf, the gladiator. Yeah. Like, do we know what he's doing now? Like, he could easily be working on the traffic lights right now. Let's have a look. Smelling of urine. Like, he could be smelling of urine. We wouldn't know that. We would, like, assume that he's in a supreme athlete but you know what I mean things change so you shouldn't put yourself down so the point is you should have persevered so where where is Wolf the gladiator now you know when you yeah, normally get that when you used to go on like some like new stuff and they're like where are they now when you see the safe bike yeah, yeah. by the bell cap yeah. um, well I don't do that because I'm not a stalker but yeah 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 you so whatever became of Wolf and um, yeah. Panther. Well, look, the, he looks. It looks not bad, does he? Yeah, is that him? The one at the front. The one looks a bit creepy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could have made it as a gladiator when I think if I had the right kind of coaching yeah. or the right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and the thing is, let's be honest. I don't think there was an Asian gladiator. No. So I could have played the race card and definitely got in. It's not, it's not about playing the race card. I think that's the wrong way to look at it. Like, for diversity, we should have an Asian gladiator. There should have been one because... What would it um, be called? I don't know, like Jackman. Jackman? Jackman. Oh, oh Jackman. No, in fact, he could have just been called Jack and he could have got in a relationship with Jet, Jack and Jet, not Jack and Jet. You know what I mean? I don't think the like, community was ready for that kind of... Look, we need to think ahead. Well, we need to be ready about these things. Jet yeah. and Jet. Do you know what I mean? It could have been like an awesome... But there's, there's a film, Jack and Juliet. Yeah, exactly. They're ready for that, right? They are now. <laughs> no, but no. It's, on a serious note, I, I do think they missed an opportunity to... Uh, and what would have been their special... Like, Shadow... You could never beat him on the duel when he had the big stick. You yeah, were yeah. knocking people off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what would have been his like main, like the like the gauntlet? Like, at, like you know, when you're at a wedding and you're trying to get the food and the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Do you know what I mean? You could have that as a attribute. Or the other one, like I even think the travelator, like you know what I mean, like Asian dads, they're, they're good at like throwing people at the houses or throwing them down the stairs. Like you could get up the travelator and knock off all the competition, like you know, stuff I hold that that type of that type of vibe. You know what I mean, but it should have been an Asian gladiator. Disappointed. I bet there was one. Like nah, I did it, man. But they were but filming in Birmingham. They should have. They should have had something, man. It's not even about Birmingham. It's about UK. It's the Asian, like. 
Oh, this is where because you're from Manchester, yeah, you felt left out. No, 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 it's not about Manchester. Like the, like the largest ethnic group in the UK is the Asian population, right? Right. Is it? I'm guessing. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just gonna say yeah. It is. No, it is. It is. So why was it not reflected in a prime time TV show? I don't think that inclusivity and the diversity was. You got to remember the time. It was different. Yeah, it was different times. Mm, I disagree. I, seriously, I, I disagree. I, you know what I mean? That could have been you. That could have been your role. And and because I was like treated that way. Yeah, you were cheated. Basically, you were the rejected gladiator. We need to write a book. You went for auditions. You did the beep challenge. Bleep. With the two cones. Bleep, beep, whatever. I didn't even is. get that far. I was bullied out of my... my yeah, head. you didn't get that far because you were bullied out of it. That's what, would your, what would your gladiator name be anyway? I don't know, man. So you had Shadow... We had Wolf, Hunter. What about just some sort of crap like Lion? No, no. No, yeah, yeah, Lion. Yeah, yeah. Lion. Lion, man. He ain't yeah. a lion. He's a giraffe. Yeah, giraffe. No, that's a classic joke, isn't it? Um, no, yeah, I'm laughing. Yeah, it was an awesome joke. Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't even, I'll, I'll have to listen back. I don't, I don't get it. Giraffe and lion's an awesome joke. No, I'll, I'll sit. Uh, no, I'll. Right, I'm going to. But do you, know, do you know, do you know parts of Pakistan, yeah? Some people actually own giraffes, like to clean the windows and stuff. What? Like the rich people. Yeah, they have giraffes as the window. What, cleaning. to get to the goatee, to go onto the second level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's mansions out there, apparently. Trust me, they've got everything out there in Pakistan. Like, you know, the, as the £1 supermarket trolley, they're out there as well. I saw places. footage of that. I did see footage of that. Yeah, see, the, everything's out. Even the black taxi cabs, you know, the old red um, letterboxes, phone boxes, they're all out there now, doing mm. business. And are you, sell- are you selling them? <laughs> I'm selling them all. With you all know, the you, know, you, you know this quite detailed. Yeah, yeah. You know the letter box. You know the phone boxes with all the uh, business cards in there. So we call them business cards. They're, they're all out there now. All right. Premium rate I... numbers. Yeah, they're all out there now doing good business. Pre- premium uh, rate, yeah. Premium rate. But um, yeah, they've got giraffes out there cleaning windows. Like, you know, would you use an animal in that kind of service? Nah. I'm. A, I don't think I've seen that in the current events. What are the current events? Have you have you noticed what's going on? Like, well, apart from the high cost of living, what else have I noticed? I mean, a lot of department stores are closing down, which we know is annoying. Well, we discussed Burton. Like, we think is. Yeah, we discussed. We think Burton is finished. Who else? W. H. Smith still around? Yeah, that's still around. But do you know what I did? Yeah, a few years ago, I predicted that Tyrac would close. But I always hated Tyrac as a store. Why? And then it closed. I don't know. I just hated it. It's like, what is this store of ties? And this is as a child. I just couldn't stand that shop. <laughs> that ties and hats and scarves. So my dad would occasionally go there to buy a tie. And like, I, was, I used to pray that this shop would close. And look what happened. That's pretty evil, man. Think about how many people yeah, yeah, yeah. Made, made redundant because of your praying. Well, Tyrock only used to have one worker anyway, per store, pretty much. It's only used to be there a used to be a couple one. of those shit shops that no one would ever go, but they used to be everywhere in it. 
Tyrak. But I miss Tyrak now. I feel like I put a curse on that one. What else? What else was crap and used to be everywhere? Debenhams. Debenhams used to be like the I, 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 I used what? to buy all, all my clothes from Debenhams. I used yeah, to buy I used all my clothes to... from Debenhams. Like, but I used to hate Ben Sherman. Like, I couldn't, couldn't like stand the signature on the shirt. I bet we know it's Ben Sherman. Jasper Conway. I used to wear all of that. It's like, what on earth was I thinking? What was the other one? Jeff I thought I, yeah, I put a curse on that and that closed down as well. But that used to be because you used to know that if there was a, if ever there was a family wedding, you're getting one of those shirts. Yeah, I yeah, I, I used to get my wedding shirts from there as well, yeah. And and like Ben Sherman was never quite kind of like Tommy Hill figure at that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, that's that's a good point, isn't it? Like there was yeah. there, what was the other one? There was a few Dixon remember Dixons before it was Curry's. Yeah, I think Dixon still exists in uh, airports. Yeah, that don't count, man. That's that like... But... Yeah, go on. No, no, carry on. Yeah, I was going to say, some stores actually exist in uh, European countries, like Mothercare. Do you remember Mothercare? Yeah, yeah, Mothercare, yeah. That's like in Spain and stuff like that. CNA. And I remember Dubai. CNA. That was That's still out there. That's still out there. That's still smashing it. Yeah, yeah. Fair play. VHS. VHS used to get my school uniform from there. We used to go to Gogner's on the Rookery Road. Yeah, yeah. Before then, like now, the kids, with my kids, you can buy them from Asda. You can buy them anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the world's changed, man. The world's changed. It was better in our day. Um, did you see Biden falling off his bike? Yeah, I saw Biden falling off his bike. He is uh, 112. So when is it wrong to, is it wrong if you laugh at someone falling over? that? Because that was the challenge. When I saw that, my first one was like, what the, f-? yeah. And then I found myself, as I was saying that, about to laugh. And then I thought I had to check myself to basically say, I don't think this is the right kind of behavior to do that. But then there's another part of me saying, go on, laugh, laugh, laugh. So like, is it, when's the right time to laugh at when someone falls over? Yeah, I don't think there is the right time. He is pretty old, and you know he didn't hurt himself. I don't think, which is good. So yeah, we shouldn't really laugh at people falling off their bikes. You know, you brought that a bit serious. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember uh, your first bike? I used to have a rally bike. You know, with the handle. I used to, to be. Yeah, I used right. to have this um, yellow BMX bike. Yeah. And I had a family wedding coming up. Like my boy was getting married back in the day. And um, the brakes were on too sharp in it. So like back, you used yeah. to do your own mechanics and stuff in it. So yeah, yeah. Even I was like six, seven. Like my baba used to show. This is what you do. Exactly. Punch your packets. You do it all like us. And then I pressed the brake too hard because I didn't. I, I, that was at the time where you realised that you're supposed to press the back brake first and then your front one to ease it. I went front, which was just being tightened, and I just went. I went over, oh, full somersault, okay. and I scraped my, like, my nose and my... And there's pictures of me still with like a big scrape on there. That is a hilarious... I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to laugh. It's yeah, not but when you laugh, See, how, you would laugh you like, how would you like it? How would you like it if someone laughed at you then when you injured yourself pretty badly? Well, it? I did tell my son that story and he was laughing his head off. No, nah, he shouldn't laugh. He shouldn't laugh. But, um, but uh, yeah, BMX is more of a stunt bike. I always uh, wished I had a BMX, but couldn't afford it 
I don't think it was actual, like it was in the shape of one and the style. Oh, it's a fake BMX. Yeah, and then. Maybe we could get these, yeah, go on. Maybe we could then, get these fancy, like, sound effect things that you would stick on the bike. I think they were part of BMXs. No, the only thing I had was those Kellogg's reflectors on the on my wheels. Yeah. Remember them? Yeah, yeah. And then. Remember yo-yos? Do you remember yo-yos? Yo-yos are sick. No, but do you remember the. Um, Coca-Cola yo-yos, Sprite yo-yos, yeah, yeah. seven-up yo-yos. Yeah, because it was that as a kid that you used to either have the Coca-Cola yeah. football and the Coca-Cola yo-yo. Yeah, yeah. And then Now you don't get anything. Now you just get like a trip to Autumn Towers, two for one, on Kellogg's boxes. Yeah, Coca-Cola that's what for this. But the kids are not interested anymore. In it. They, they're interested in like Roblox and um, what's the other one? And watching other kids playing with toys. Yeah, yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, that's the that's the next movement. Or maybe that's yeah. what you should be doing as your next move into this world. Like, forget the podcast. podcasting. Because you got what's that? What? Let me get from here. I'm seeing. Is that the Avengers toys at the top? Yeah. No, no, they're not actually. They're that's TV Super Mario show. behind you. Yeah, this ain't properly set up behind me. But the figures you're seeing at the top, they're Ertigal figures from the Turkish TV show. What? Yeah, yeah, you don't know. It's historical Ottoman Empire. Stuff. Oh, is this the first episode? Is this like the first season? It's got like 53 episodes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that oh, one. Dad, I'm watching it. Super- yeah, yeah, they're super raving about it. Like, you know, it's about the Ottoman Empire. And every Muslim's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Muslim superhero. Um, Avengers, basically. Yeah, but this is based on like historical, uh, like history and stuff like that. Of the Ottoman you- Empire. And then you went out and bought those toys, yeah? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I did. It's not a toy, it's more of a figure. But I've got loads of cool stuff. And what's that? And that's Batman in it, if I can see there. Yeah, that's a metal Batman. These are all limited edition stuff. It's not like And uh, then is that a certificate underneath it saying, yeah, these are all real bitch? No, no, no. I don't know what that is. But um, yeah, it's sort of pretty cool stuff. But humble person. <laughs> all right i'm gonna bring it to a close okay but um i give a chance at this bit to basically welcome you to the bandwagon and you've been on thank you very much for the interview but is there any bandwagon that you want oh you're writing this down this is technical no so, no i'm just trying off i'm trying off all right is there a bandwagon that you want to jump on or jump off or is there anything on your chest that you want to clear this is your space oh you're frozen no, you I have to say that again. I missed all that last bit. That's like, I know genuinely you heard it. Okay, so you, this is the part of the bandwagon podcast where you can either jump on a bandwagon, jump off a bandwagon, or generally have something that you want to get off your chest. Um, I'll say get off my chest. I say I think there's a lot of hype out there. Uh, people have been hyped up. And it's all fake. And people know it's fake, but they won't speak out on it and they just accept it. And people need to expose it. Okay, so these it's are... Like, the... it's, like, it's like fake hype. Like, I'm not being a hater, but, like, I wish the best of luck to everyone. Do you know what I mean? I'm happy for everyone. Um, but there's a lot of fakeness out there. And I can't really stand fakeness. Like, be real. Do you know what I mean? Why? Be real. There's a lot of, like, segregation, a lot of all this nonsense and hate. I mean, I sound like a hater now. I probably am a hater, to be honest. 
But I gave you fake hype at the beginning of this. Is like because you classed it as like, oh, you know, I haven't done. No, that. no, no, that wasn't fake hype. That's all cool. That's all cool. I mean, fake hype. You know, people give like a lot of credit, a lot of worth to something which really, if you think about it, should it really be given? That's not a question. It's like you know, I mean, is there something else or someone else better? Probably. This seems very but personal. Some people are just given. No, it's not personal. Like I said, I always look to everyone. I just think there's a lot of fake hype out there in all industries. All industries. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else. But, yeah. but I mean, but I mean, love to everyone though. It's all good. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a hater. I always accept to everyone. Yeah, but you're only saying this, so. But keep it real. But keep, but keep it real. But keep it real though. Keep it real. <laughs> no, no. Whether they come on my podcast or not, I don't really care. Keep but it. keep it real. I keep it real. The biggest bullshit the only line that is. Keep it real. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I hate them all. I hate everyone. (laughs) You know, if you actually said that, then at least people know where you stand. No, but I am saying that in a kind of way. Everyone knows. Like, everything is inflated and hyped up. Just think about it for a second. Is the product really that good? Product, you know, it's metaphor. And ask yourself, think for yourself rather than the hype train. That makes sense. Then, you know, make your own mind up. Be, you know, you might have a different opinion and fair play. Like, I don't know. What, what? Who's your favourite singer? Jazzy B. Right. I might not like Jazzy B, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to hate on him. In fact, I love Jazzy B. You know, Jazzy B is one of my um, sort of main artists that got me interested in banger music. Serious? Yeah, yeah, I used to love all his, uh, you know, what's that? Nessa Joannida, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, whoa, this is a banger. I used to love his energy and his, like, vibe. Um, crazy styling. He's still but, smashing it right now. No, but, you know what I mean? It's like, he's a sick singer, and he's one of my inspirations. And I remember at an event once, Jazzy B was there, and Sukshinda Shinda was there. I knew Shinda produced, like, a lot of his early stuff and stuff. And I remember I wasn't interested in Shinda at all. Like, they're both there. And obviously, a lot of people would pay respect to Sukshinda Shinda, as you should. You know, he's a legend himself. But I was not interested in Sukshinda Shinda the first time I was going to meet Jazzy B. So I was hyped up about Jazzy B. That's what I shared. So, like, no, no, where's Jazzy? Where's Jazzy? But um, yeah. All right, give me a singer you don't like. A singer that I don't like? Yeah, like, like you feel hyped up. See, you're not going to mention it, but you know, not a black... you know why? Because I'm not a hater, man. You get me? Yeah, you, you're not a hater, but there's loads of singers out there that are hyped up, and you think, why waste your time? Thing is, I'll tell you what, you know, you raise a really good point there. Thank you very much. So, I, I was having a discussion with somebody, and I was like, there was they asked me their opinion on this one, and I just said, awful, like this, that, and the other. Yeah. And I just went on this kind of bit, and then I kind of asked them their opinion of the of the person, and they go, "Look, at the end of the day, they're trying." And you know, yeah, that's what I say. And it completely changed my framing on it. And I just thought, yeah, you know, something that's that says more about me than it says about them. And I just thought, that's right. The 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 way that I was thinking about it was totally wrong. So I try and have that. That's why I I, I didn't want to say it because I was like, at the end of the day, they're trying. That's right. No, no, I, I, I totally respect what you're saying. I don't necessarily hate on anyone. I say I don't necessarily. 
But uh, we need to be realistic, though. Yeah, I think there's things where, you, like, I'm not a fan of their work, and yeah. but I wish them all the best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people are trying, like you said, they're just trying to put money on the table. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, pay for the high living costs and fuel costs, etc. So fair play to everyone. That was a bad question. In fact, I don't ask you who which singer don't you like. But, you know, everyone has their favourites. But, yeah. you know, you see a lot of nonsense around as well at the same time, and you think, hmm. Because there might okay. ever be, there might come on this podcast at some stage. Yeah, fair play. There might be really nice people. Yeah, exactly. Like, just to take it out of the Bangor scene, because I know that's more close to town to you, like Kendrick Lamar, I'm not a fan I of him. I don't know. Lamar. I haven't interviewed him. No, yeah, I mean, but I'm not a fan of him. I'm not interviewed him either. Like, he headlined Glastonbury. I'm just not a fan of him. Like, I understand lyrically he's brilliant. He's got, you know, his songs are quite sharp, witty, intelligent. But, you know, I just, I just not excited by it. Yeah. You know, people are different. Well, you 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 got to change that though, wax man. Because if you're gonna have your podcast, you need someone like that on there. He'll get your views up, man. And you're all about views and fakeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like Kendrick Lamar actually. That song he's got, "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe." It's a good one. That one. See, yeah, uh, yeah. that's 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 the correct sentence. Yeah, yo, Kendrick. You know, I'd love to interview Kendrick Lamar. You know, he's in the UK right now, man. We can hook. Yeah, hook he's up. in the UK. Yeah, let's let's reach out, to Kendrick Lamar. But you know Kendrick. what I mean. You know what I mean? I don't know why I mentioned him. Just was watching him last night on TV. But yeah. I didn't. I was watching uh, when they were showing the Glastonbury. I was watching um, When Magicians Get It Wrong. Channel Okay. 5. That's boring. Nah, man. It was some of the, some of the tricks. There was a guy called Shahid Malik or something. They showed him. And he was in, um, he was doing this trick where he was, um, like in a straight jacket was on yeah. a crane which was 70 foot high and not 80 foot high and then the rope was put on fire okay and uh, they put it they put this on and uh, they kind of strapped to it and they got the audience to check his jacket that it was all legit and it was like yeah bang it was, it was smashing anyway they the got the other guys this was in the 70s and um i think it was late 70s and the, the guy comes Oh, it's all right. So you're telling me there was an Asian guy in the late seventies doing magic tricks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he had no accent, clear, proper from Sheffield. Anyway, so the guy lights it on fire. He goes all up right. to go. As they take the crane up to eighty foot, and then they go go. And then all he's doing, and and he's he's narrating over this now. And uh, what he's saying, he goes, well, what you've got to do is try and dislocate your shoulder or if you can do that, or you just build any slack and then you just wave your body around and you, you, you come off. Anyway, he gets his jacket off. Everyone's like clapping, well done, well done. And then, because he's tied up, and what his idea was, what he wanted to do was break out of the ankle ankle kind of tie and then hold the, 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 the crane as he gets lowered down, like Superman, right? That's okay. what he said. Anyway, does the first bit, Gets his jacket off, does his sort of his legs out. As he goes to reach off, he falls. Right. He falls 70 foot and he's okay. knocked out. And then um and and then what they did was they recorded that a little bit earlier, but he goes, he went to hospital, he woke up, slapped him around a bit to get to come uh, come back, and then um they they cut away and he's in the audience and he goes, Yeah, I feel great now, I'm fine. And they're like, um, so you know it. 
are you okay? And he goes, I've already come back so you can pay me. Which okay. I thought was a very clever line, thinking about yeah. you nearly died. Yeah, definitely. And that was just Did one of laugh? the tricks. That was just one of the tricks of like an hour and a half of this show. Wow, you watched one and a half hours of uh, no. magic. I watched this. Magic I watched a little bit of Mission Impossible Two, and then I went to bed. Yeah. I've recorded it. I'm still going to watch it. It's good to know. So you're going to watch the rest of the failed magician tricks. Yeah, when no, it's when magic goes horribly wrong. When magic goes horribly wrong. And did you laugh when that guy fell on your feet? And this is a perfect way to close the um, close the podcast. But yeah, I fucking laughed more. So. <laughs> and knowing that he could have died, oh dear, uh, terrible person, terrible man. Wax, thank you. I appreciate it, and we will be doing this very soon again. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it again, and um, you know, I'll probably have a shave. You know what I mean? Put some almond oil on my hair. We'll do it properly again, and. Um, yeah, we'll hate on some people. No, I'm kidding. We won't. Peace. Peace out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.